Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes, and welcome to the podcast. Now, this is where beauty and barbering professionals come seeking insights, inspiration, and strategies to strive in this ever-evolving world of beauty. Our ultimate goal is to help you grow your business. We'll give you tips and actionable tried and true steps to help you on your journey. So whether you are a seasoned salon owner or you're just starting your beauty career, this podcast is your go-to resource for elevating your salon business to new heights. So today we are going to cover part two. I know in part one, we covered targeted marketing, enhancing your online presence, collaborations and partnerships, and the loyalty programs. And if you are just jumping on this podcast, I want you to go back and listen to part one at some point. Now, it's not like part one is a prerequisite for part two. It's none of that. Um, there are actionable steps and you could um, jump in and do these things at any time. But I want you to receive all of the information. So if you haven't listened to part one, of how to increase your clientele um, during a downturn. People are hesitant to spend money. I want you to go back and listen to it because I want you to do those things. Hopefully it will help you increase your business. So let's move right along to part two. Provide exceptional customer service. Ah, you know what? I really think I do a phenomenal job at customer service. I do. I really think I do. And I'm not just patting myself on the back, but my clients say it all the time. When you listen to your customers, you know exactly what they're looking for. You know exactly um, if you're on the right path. Your clients know you. Your clients, your clients can feel out when there are new people in the room and then your clients start to behave. <laughs> because come on, we do have some clients where we'd be like, girl, oh my God, let me tell you. And I'm from Charleston. So I have clients that are from Charleston. And sometimes when it's just us in the room, we're like, yo, Girl, I couldn't wait for that person to leave so I could talk like this. What's up? <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. And we kick back and we have a great time. But when you provide exceptional customer service, everybody gets on board. When people know what type of business professional you are, and when they start telling their friends and their family members about you, they lead in with that. Yo, I like Tanya. Tanya gives great customer service. And if there was a situation where you had to like kind of get in there and roll your sleeves up, because let's be honest, clients aren't always happy. They're not. But you remember the saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. When you show a person that, that I care that you're not satisfied or I care that I don't know, you, you want this particular color. I don't think it's healthy for you. And because it puts my license on the line, I'm not going to do it. However, I will refer you to a young lady down the hallway. She'll give you whatever color you want. 
you know, that kind of thing. And I'm thinking, and I do say, and I'll be right here to treat your hair when you're done because you're going to need it, you know, but all of that falls under customer satisfaction, creating a welcoming and comfortable environment and to train everyone around you, not just your staff, but also like your coworkers. I'm in a salon suite and sometimes coworkers will pop in and be like, what's up? You know, but we're not going to do that if clients are in there, right? You would be like, oh, hey, I just popped in, you know, I was on my way to the restroom, wanted to come check on you or something like that. But if they're in there by themselves, like, girl, come do this TikTok video with me. Hey, (laughs) you know, but people love that. So when you train not only your coworkers, um, but eventually it rubs off on your clients. You, when they understand how you do business, and they understand how you provide personalized service and listen, you have to listen to your customer feedback if you wanna improve. Like I said, sometimes customers will drop that tone and they will state what it is they need from you. But listen, don't push yourself like that. If it is something that you don't wanna do, like I really need to come in at 7 a.m., or I really need to come in on Sundays like this interferes with my work schedule and my kids' soccer. If it is something you don't want to do, refer them. I'm telling you, that's good customer service too. Like, listen, I don't work on Sundays and I'm never going to work on Sundays. So let me refer you to a young lady down the hallway. She works on Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays. That falls under customer service. Referring people to make sure they are cared for falls under customer service. Listen, I talk to hairstylists all the time and they could be booked and busy and you could send them a referral. And instead of them telling the person, you know, hey, Tanya, I'm not able to take this person because X, Y, Z or telling the client, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to provide that service. They will schedule that client for two weeks out because some hairstylists and barbers don't refer. It is the craziest thing. They don't refer. They will sit in there and work from 6 a.m. to midnight trying to get all those people in, tearing up their bodies. They're falling apart, taking pain pills to get through the day, right? Because their body is a mess because they want to take every single person that comes. Anybody that has worked with me or anybody that knows me will tell you, Danya will refer a client. Even my clients have said it. She was like, girl, one one of the young ladies said, Tanya, I called my cousin and I was like, because her cousin is a hairstylist in another state. And she was like, do you refer people? Like if if you're busy, do you refer them or do you schedule them for the following week? And her cousin said, no, I refer them. And she says, why? She says, because my hairstylist is constantly referring clients. You have, listen, people respect you. They respect you when you refer them to someone to make sure they are cared for. But if you call me, I mean, you're not a regular client. You know, you're just some random person. I can't take you. Or you want a service that I no longer provide. I will refer you to another stylist. But you have some stylists and barbers that will work from sunup to midnight. They're not referring. They want all the money. And I'm like, yo, you can have at it. I'll learn to live without those coins because I'm not breaking my body down like that. But all of that falls under 
exceptional customer service. You want your people to walk away feeling like not only did you give them a great hairstyle or um, a great haircut, but your service was next to none. It was impeccable. You know what I mean? It doesn't compare to anything that you've ever seen. And for some people, you'll never get it right. Because as I said to you in a previous podcast, some people are just unhappy. You can't make them happy and don't kill yourself trying to. Okay. Let's look at the next one. What number are we on? Uh, that was five. Let's look at number six. Offer value added services. I want you to consider offering additional services or packages that will provide extra value to your clients. Now, remember I stated in part one, you know, how you can um, package up some of your services and, you know, or do the, the loyalty program when you incentivize your clients to refer you. So you give them these points and these, every time somebody comes in and that client returns, you give them like a, an added check on the loyalty card. Uh, whether you're doing it physically or digitally, um, then that will incentivize them to refer people to you and they will in turn get like either a discount on a service or you will give them like a free Olaplex treatment. Well, it's pretty much the same thing when you offer additional services or packages that will provide extra value to them. Now, I do have several packages on my menu where I will package a haircut color and like whatever goes with the service. Like, you know, if you're doing a permanent color, you know that person's going to need a treatment at some point. So you package it all together. You do the, the shampoo, the permanent color and the treatment. And if the total is 280, then you put it in a package for 240. So they see that they're saving $40. Without doing it in a package, it's going to be 280. Some people are more apt to buy the package. And I promise you that package would suck them in every time. So when you are scheduling with me, when, when it is time for you to check out online, my system is set up like, oh, but wait, you know, it's, it's set up to remind you of the stuff you may have forgotten. So if you scheduled a shampoo conditioner or if you scheduled a relaxer or whatever it is that you scheduled, it'll say add-on service. Maybe it'll, it'll pop, all my add-on services will pop up, which will be a deep conditioning treatment, a trim or a haircut, a Olaplex treatment, um, weave maintenance, all those things pop up as a reminder, like, hey, did you forget? And the only way I can get you to understand what I'm saying is, you know, when you're at the grocery store and you're getting ready to check out, then they have all these little snacks <laughs> on the end cap, like, hey, do you need, I don't know, do you need soap? Do you need candy? Do you want chips? Like, oh, but wait, you forgot something. So that's kind of how it's set up. So you want to Make sure your online scheduling system is set up and most of these systems are always changing. There's always a new update. If your system isn't doing that, I want you to go back and check 
go into the, what is it, your your Google store or your Apple store and hit the update button because a lot of times these people, we get so many emails and so many texts throughout the day that we miss when they said, hey, we did an update. So go and update your system to see if you have that capability. And um, I actually did it because I went to have a, a massage. And when I scheduled it, it had like, a, oh, but wait, do you want to wax? Do you want this? Do you want, I was like, wow, this is nice. So the more you go out and you experience services with other companies and you know how those services make you feel, then you want to go back into your business and make some changes. So adding that, that's, that added service or just offering that additional service package is another great way for you to um, not only retain your customers, but it also differentiates your services from other salons and it makes you stand out and you will attract new clients, okay? Let's look at build relationships with local businesses. Ooh, this is a good one. Now, you remember the example of the the girls that have the spa in my salon suite building, um, that's building a relationship with another business. But I also want you to consider wedding planners, photographers, um, and beauty influencers, especially the beauty influencers online. Like if you have a product and remember at theacademyforyou.com, I have a package over there that shows you how to create your own product from start to finish. I have all of my vendors on there. It's like $20. I have all my vendors on there. And even if you don't have a product in mind, after you read that, you're going to be like, you know what? Well, let me just do this. You know, simple product, give it a name and have some meaning behind it. I even shared with you in, in that um, create your own product class how, you know, my, the name of my product has significant meaning. And I chose not to sell it online because, you know, if I decided I no longer wanted to do it, then I didn't want to feel obligated to doing it. But, you know, it's in its own lane. <laughs> People are requesting it when I'm out. So I kind of, like that. So I want you to consider building relationships with other local businesses. And you got to remember that building relationships with these individuals can lead to referrals and collaborations that can help expand your clientele. So I have a client um, and I have one more tip and we're done. I have a client who is a business coach and she, I just saw her last week and she mentioned you know, like wonder how some of these coaches are getting these referrals. And I was like, sometimes you just have to put yourself out there. And I told her about when I first moved to Charlotte, I said, to this day, I don't know who this person is, but there was somebody at the bank. I don't know if they did like personal development for the bank. I don't know if it was a part of their HR program, but I was getting all these new graduates, recent graduates from college, and they all came from the same bank. <laughs> it 
they came from B of A and um, it was either B of A or um, Wells Fargo. They all came from the same bank. A referral from like a program that they were in, it was like a, it was like a program they did their senior year of college and they started interviewing for jobs and the girls that got hired to the Charlotte area somehow were referred to me for their corporate look, which I absolutely love. Listen, to this day, these young ladies are still coming. <laughs> these young ladies are still coming to me. They're grown now. They have children. They're married. And we always talk about how green they were, <laughs> how green they were. And I know in a previous podcast, you heard me tell the story of the girl that wanted her hair fire engine red. And I was like, well, how is that going to help your business? You know, aren't you interviewing? You know, it's those things. It's those relationships. And who knows, the person that has been sending all these people could very well be a client that just doesn't want to be seen or noticed. She wants to stay below the radar. And I certainly appreciate whoever he or she is, but that was a big deal. Someone else came to me, talk about a collaboration, and apparently she came in, she got her hair done. Maybe this whole visit was a part of her um, project, but she came in, she got her hair done, and then she went online. She must have been in like web development school or something, because she went online and she built this website about the top 10 hairstylists in Charlotte. And then I ranked like number three or something like that, where she talked about coming into the salon and how nice I was and how clean the salon was and the products that I used. Again, I don't know who this is. Let me tell you how I found out about the site because I was getting an influx of new customers and they were like, oh yeah, your salon was listed on this website. I was like, what? And it wasn't like black hair salons or ethnic hair salons or whatever. It was just about the top 10 salons in Charlotte. And then Yelp did a top 10 natural hair salon in Charlotte. And I was on that list, that top 10 list for a couple of years. It was probably, I don't know, two or three years. And I was like, wow. And I started out at like 10. And I was like, I'll take that. And then I moved up the ranks to eight. <laughs> but that's the thing. Let's go back to where I said, where I talked about customer service. You never know who that person is in your chair. So when you provide exceptional customer service, that takes you over the top because these relationships that I'm telling you about, I still don't know who these people are. I don't know. I just know that at some point they crossed my path. And they sent me a ton of business and really didn't care for the thank you because they never said, hey, you know, I put you on the board on my job or I had a talk at work and I told the, the girls that they should come to you. It was crazy, but I appreciate it. So that's why you have to stay on top of your game and you build these relationships, even a fitness trainer. She was my trainer at some point And then, um, you know, she got me to where I wanted to be. And then we just kind of did our own thing and we became good friends to this day. But then she started sending me a lot of her people for competition prep. You know, we were cool. You know, we hung out outside of the gym. 
And uh, she never came to me to have her hair done. Um, I would consult her on the side, but um, when it was time for competition, she would call me like, hey, I sent you a client. I'm gonna send you some pictures of how I want her extensions done. Um, it, it has to be this, this, that, and the other. And that was a relationship formed. Um, she didn't get anything from me. I didn't get anything from her other than customers. And then I started sending my customers to her. And I've mentioned this in a previous podcast that there's a young lady, if you want to lose weight, if you want a meal plan, I'm always going to tell you, go to MJ, go to MJ, go to MJ, MJ Fit, the house of fit, you know, because I believe in her. I love the way she does business. I know that she's good at what she does and the rest is history. It's impossible for you to follow her guidelines and not see a change. So building relationships with other local businesses is another way for you to stay top of mind and to constantly grow your clientele. And finally, <laughs> we're at the last one, okay? Number eight, finally, I want you to stay updated on trends. Now, at the beginning of part one, I talked about stay on trend and we talked about the four possible five haircuts in the world. I don't care where you are. I don't care what country you're living in. It's still the same basic four haircuts, right? That graduation layer is the fifth, but it still falls under the layered category. What's changing is the style. What's changing is mixing more than one haircut. But you have got to be one, trained, educated, knowledgeable enough to explain that to your customers. Using the example from previous podcast, from a previous podcast, I used an example of uh, back in the day, it was Halle Berry, it was Fantasia, it was Mary J. Blige, and Nia Long. Four different people with four different facial shapes, four different hair colors, they all had the same haircut. And sometimes a customer will sit in your chair and they'll be like, I like this and I like that and I like this and I like that. And you go, like, oh, okay. We know that she's showing you the same haircut, but four different styles. And you've got to stay on trend to know when the trend changes, you got to change. Listen, I see people, you know, I'm in a salon suite. I see people all the time with banana curls. I don't think that ever came back. <laughs> I don't think it ever came back. But with some people, it never left. 27 pieces, 27 pieces will be around forever. But the way you style it will always change. Now you do have some older customers, like really old customers that refuses to change. But and if they don't want to change, they don't have to. But guess what you shouldn't do? You should not post that. <laughs> you should not post that on your social media page. And here's why. It's no longer trending. Now, if you want to take a picture of them, you know, if they say you're not going to take a picture of my hair, you can tell when a customer wants you to take a picture of her hair. She sits in a chair. She plays around for a while. You know, I will take the picture. I will take the picture 
and I will send it to her phone. Like, oh, what's your number? I'll send the picture to them. But I'm not going to take the picture and post it because it's not a style that I want to come back. And you post what you want back. You've got to stay on trend. And if you see where you're no longer on trend, you need to take a class. You do. I see it all the time. Oh my God. (laughs) I mentioned in a previous podcast that I've been wearing the same hairstyle for years. It is the same cut for years. I kind of go between the same two styles, my pixie and my natural fro. But every year it is styled differently. And it's still on trend. And if you're behind the eight ball with your look, and a lot of people are, you're behind the eight ball with your look, then you're probably behind the eight ball with your style. You have got to stay on trend. That's why people are coming to you. They're coming to you because something is trending. And even if you don't like being on social media, you should get on social media. Why? Because you need to see what's buzzing. You need to keep up with the latest trends and techniques in the hair and beauty industry. Offering new and trendy services can generate a buzz. It will attract new clients. Listen, clients are looking. Your clients right now are online looking. They're not necessarily looking for a new stylist or barber. They're not necessarily looking for a new makeup artist. But guess what? Something's going to come across their feed and they're going to be like, I'm booking this appointment and they're going to come up missing. And you're going to be the person talking about business is slow. People aren't getting their hair done. Everybody's getting braids. It's okay that people are getting braids, but you have got to educate your customers that you still need your scalp cleaned, right? So even with the braids, guess what they're going to do? Come in and get a shampoo. Guess what they're going to do in between the braids? Come in and get a trim and get a deep conditioner and get their gray touched up. People need instructions. And if you're not telling them what to do, then they're going to do this. If you're not talking about the new trends, and if you don't want to talk about people like Najee, like the river, which I love Najee, like the river. If you don't want to talk about nausea like the river, if you don't want to talk about Gigi Poppin, which actually, Juju, actually you should, because they're depending on where you are. Now, if you're in Atlanta, you're right down the street from nausea, you may, you may want to be like, oh yeah, that's cute, you know. But if you're in Atlanta and somebody's showing you something that Juju Poppin is doing, you're like, yeah, I think she's nice. I follow her too. You know, that kind of thing. If you feel threatened, like your customers, but guess what they're going to do? They're going to go to New York anyway. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I was in New York. We wanted to see that Broadway play or my cousin was celebrating a 50th wedding anniversary and I scheduled an appointment with Juju Poppin. When actually they scheduled the appointment with her and then they scheduled a trip around the appointment. (laughs) The thing is, you just want to you want to follow the people when your customers start showing you their phone. Like, what do you think? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. They want that. They do. They want that. And with Juju, the funny thing is her energy is infectious. She could just give a zero, she could do a zero elevation bob, you know what I mean? Which is the first haircut that you learn when you go 
to cosmetology school. And when she's done, she's like, oh, <laughs> she's clapping her hands and smiling. And that is infectious. That is what pulls the customers in. But you and I are like, this is zero elevation bomb with a part in the middle. What are we talking about? It's the energy. It's the total package that she has. It's a beautiful hairstyle. She has great energy. She appears to give good customer service. She appears to build great relationships with other customers because you see her linked up with nausea from time to time and different hairstyles that you probably already follow. You also see that she has her own product line. She doesn't have one product. She has her own product line. And you know, when those customers sit in her chair, she's adding services to what they already booked. I'm not going all the way to New York just for a shampoo and style. Who does that? Let me give this girl a cut. Let me give this girl what she came all the way to New York for. And they will sit in her chair and say, oh, I came from Alabama. And what does she post? This young lady came all the way from Alabama. She features them. Now they feel like a celebrity because they just sat in a chair with somebody that has, you know, I don't know how many followers, but she has a lot. They just sat in a chair with someone who has partnerships with different brands. They just sat in a chair with someone that has a dynamic online presence. They just sat in a chair with someone who has targeted her market. And if you weren't following me, I just went through all eight. <laughs> I just went through all eight of the steps that I gave you in part one and part two. It is important that you learn these things. It is important that when you're out at the mall, that you see your avatar. You see her. Listen. We don't chase customers. We attract them. You see your avatar. And she is attracted by what you put out on social media. She will be attracted. He or she will be attracted by your presence. Yo, the sky is the limit. We ain't playing no games. If you are not on social media and you're not doing one of these things, you're going to be a part of this industry, this beauty industry that fades into blackness. Like you have so many people starting to retire. You have so many people like, oh, the business isn't the same. No, it isn't the same. That's the business that we are in. We're not in the business of being the same. We are the trendsetters. And when the trend changes, we have got to change. If you are remaining the same, you are dying. I can't tell you how many dry two-strand twists I've seen online. And I'm thinking, why did this person even post this? Or how many hairstylists, because they don't want to refer the customers out. You don't want to refer the customers out. So you're trying to do the braids. And I'm like, these parts are crooked. Like, why didn't they just refer the girl to the braider down the hallway? You're not going to lose the customer. The customer is always going to come back because they respect you. When you respect yourself, you respect yourself enough to say, oh, sweetie, that isn't a service that I offer, but let me refer you to. They will always go to the person that you refer them to and they will always come back to you 
And if they leave the state or if they leave the city, they will always refer their friends and family members to you because people will always remember how you made them feel. So that's it for part two. I hope you were able to gain some insight from here. Remember, building a strong clientele takes time and effort. Consistency is very important. Make sure you provide quality service. Maintain good relationships with your existing clients because they're going to send their friends and family to you. And actively promote your business. There's so many channels that are free. Actively promote your business. And if you adapt to the needs and the preferences of your target market, you can attract new clients even during a downturn. Even though the economy is a little challenged, you will always have customers. People will always come back to you. People are not going to focus so much on, oh, she went up. Yeah, it's inflation. Everything is going up. Some of you probably don't even realize, you probably don't even realize that the products that you use have gone up two and three times since the pandemic. And the reason you're feeling the pinch is because you are right back where you were. You were right where you were before the pandemic. and Everything has gone up. And you think because if you give yourself a raise, you're going to use your, you're going to lose your customers. Don't think that you could work all day and night and still be a happy person. After a while, you're going to be aggravated by your customers and you're aggravated because you're not making enough and you're not making enough because you're afraid to increase your prices. You're not getting the training you need and you don't always have to pay for training. Sometimes those partnerships that I told you about, sometimes you could just partner with another stylist. If you see the stylist is doing something, you'd be like, hey, do you have a minute? Can we talk? Stylists will always tell you. I have a young lady across the hallway from me, Stephanie. Stephanie and I, we, we meet up, we meet up in the stairwell. We meet up in the daggone laundry room and we talk, you know, we go all out. And I, I remember when she was telling me something about Olaplex and it, she used it in a way that I had never even considered. And I sent her a text. I was like, honey, that Olaplex hack is crazy. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have gotten that if she and I didn't have a relationship. I don't do new customers. I don't do extensions for new customers. I refer them. And a lot of times I refer them to Stephanie. My current customers, I will do their extensions. I just don't want to get into the habit of building a business of doing extensions. Extensions is what she specializes in. It's not what I specialize in anymore. I want to get people in and out. I want to go home. I want to enjoy the sunlight. I don't want to be in, in the salon till late. And because extensions take a long time and a lot of customers don't get off until five o'clock, that means you're at work until nine. I want to be at home at nine. So I want you to go back and listen to this. I know this was a lot. That's why I broke it up into two different parts. But I want you to go back and I want you to listen to this and maybe take notes the second time. So the sky is the limit. And we're not concerned about this recession. You know why? Because we have the tools to get through it. Yes, it's a recession. Yes, everything is going up. 
But guess what I want you to do? I want you to get in that salon, clean it up. You know, some, some people know that do this, go to work, go to work as if you are a customer. Even if it's a Sunday, go in on a Sunday, walk into your salon. Are you pleased? Is this a place you would tell people about? Do you need to mop? Do you need to go in and wipe the scuffs off the wall? Do you need to put a fresh coat of paint on the walls? Do you need to be better organized? Does your salon just look like somebody's living room? Flowers, clothes, books everywhere. Like nothing's organized. People need to know what to do. You can't complain that customers put their things all over the place when you didn't give them a place to put their things. Yeah, I'm going to put my purse on the chair. I'm going to put my jacket here, put my keys on the table because you did not establish a place where those things go. I'm not OCD, but I have all those things organized. Your jackets are hung over here. It's a coat rack. Isn't that funny? A coat rack. Put your coat there. It's a cubby. You either fold your coats and your bag and your laptop and put them all in this one little cubby. And you know all your things are safe. You put your keys in there too. Or I could not give you any instructions and you just make my salon look junky. That's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me. So it's time that we do business. We do the type of business that we want back. Give them impeccable customer service. You're going to get impeccable customers. Give them top-notch products. Use top-notch products. And you're going to get top-notch clients. And they're going to pay top-notch prices. Because you deserve it. You command it. Hey, that's my time. I'm Tanya Stokes. I hope this has helped you. I'm sorry. I know this is pretty long. Um, but if you have any questions, feel free to give me a call at 704-756-2752. A lot of this stuff I have um, in different sections of my academy. Go through my academy. And if you see something you like, go ahead and make a purchase. It's the academy, the number four, the letter U.com. Hey, I got to get out of here, but I want you to go and have a dynamic, profitable day. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon.